Hi Lorraine, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Um, just the same format as everyone else that's been on before. If you don't mind just doing a bit of an intro and then taking us back to the beginning and then to where you're at now, because I know it's an exciting journey. I loved hearing it initially. So it'd be great just to hear that now. Absolutely. Um, so I'm Lorraine. I run Formula Botanica and we are the online organic cosmetic formulation school. And we teach people how to make their own beauty formulations. At the moment, it's skincare and hair care using natural botanical ingredients and then how to start their own business doing that. Um, I'm the CEO. I have about 40 people in my team. We have over 12,500 students now in 176 countries around the world. Uh, because we're online, we can reach the world, basically. Everyone wants to learn how to formulate and I want to teach them. So I think that's probably a, a short intro. <laughs> <laughs> so, so where did your journey begin with all this? Um, so I think for me, so I'm a biologist by training and I always loved working with plants. And after I left university, I ended up working as an environmental consultant for many years. I also have a master's in environmental management. I worked all around the world, you know, very idealistic. I worked on the world's largest oil and gas projects in the Russian Far East for a number of years. And but I always found myself rather than working. What is it class, you studied at university? Oh, I did um, biological sciences and then I did. Well, it's a master's degree in um, environmental impact assessment, auditing and management systems, which sounds very dry. <laughs> <laughs> but believe me, I mean, everyone in my year got snapped up into jobs straight away because there was such huge demand for environmental professionals in the early 2000s. Yeah, but so I ended up um, working for Shell for many years. And so. I thought, you know, idealistic, I'm going to be out there in the wild, the wilderness with all these plants, all these animals, really interesting. But in reality, I found myself on a lot of construction sites, <laughs> <laughs> surrounded by big, beefy oil and gas men. And um, I moved into renewable energy after that, but it was still, it was still very corporate, and very dry. And I didn't like working for other people. Okay. So I decided I wanted to do something with plants. And I thought, okay, what can I do? And one day, uh, whilst I was on maternity leave with my youngest, uh, my eldest son, who's now almost 11. I was watching the BBC's Apprentice and I love The Apprentice. I have to say, I watch yeah, me it too. every year and every year I've sat there on the sofa sort of shouting at the television going, you idiots. <laughs> I could do this so much better. And I think I was so sleep deprived that year that I just went, right, that's it. They can do it. So can I. And they were making an iPhone app. And I was sat there with my four month old baby feeding him. And I just thought, I'm going to make my own iPhone app too. And so I did. I hired a development team in India and I thought, right, what am I going to do this on? And I decided I was going to do it on DIY beauty because I'd been really enjoying sort of mixing up little lotions and potions in my kitchen. You know, really basic stuff, mashing up bananas, yogurt, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so I made an iPhone app. It took me a year. You know, wow. I, had, I had to take a crash course in how these things worked and how to work with the app store and all of these things. But got my app out and, yeah, started to get featured in lots of different places. Like, What's um, the app called? It's called Beautycraft. It is going to be retired soon, actually, because yeah. I don't put any effort into updating it anymore. And Apple did message me the other day to say it's going to get the boot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's okay. How did you identify the guys in India to work with? 
I went through um, just an online website, actually, just uh, one of those websites where you find lots of freelancers and found yeah. a company. And interestingly, actually, the guy who made my app is now our IT manager at Formula Botanica. I've worked with him for 10 years now, which is. Really oh, wow. Cool. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I got featured. Um, Woman and Home did a full spread on me. You know, don't tell me I can't make my own iPhone app there. I was with my baby and my toddler holding holding the app at that point. And at that point, I thought, right, OK, now I want to start doing more with this. So I started blogging about natural ingredients, you know, different plants and how you could use them on the skin. Because I decided my next step was going to be I was going to make my own skincare and I was going to sell it. Having not obviously studied formulation before, I thought I've got to learn how to do this. So I found a small I found a book, actually, which led to a small online course, took it, loved it started blogging, started gaining traction. And I had like 20, 30,000 readers a month. And um, at that point, uh, yeah, at that point, I, I had the opportunity to buy the school I trained with. And at that point, I basically abandoned my plans for launching my skincare brand, which was almost ready to go. You know, I had it all, had my products ready, I'd formulated everything, I had my, my brand ready, I had all the labels designed, etc. Um, but decided that this was going to be a fantastic life-changing opportunity for me and also for the people who I knew I could reach with it. So that's where it all started, really. Wow, that's insane. And there's so many things. When What is it you didn't like when you were working in the, the big corporate world, which made you think, oh, no, I just want to go back to working like, with plants and do that sort of stuff? <laughs> I don't deal well with authority. I never okay. have done. It's yeah. been a trait that has been with me since childhood. <laughs> um, I grew up in the Netherlands, actually. My father's Dutch, my mum's English, and um, they started their own business when I was very young. And I watched them sort of start as entrepreneurs and they did really well with it. You know, they sold their business when I was in my early 20s, retired in their early 50s. You know, it's sort of like the dream, really, isn't it? And so, and so I never think that's where. Could you see what they were doing on a daily basis? Is that where, why you like The Apprentice? I found that fascinating. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I used to, they started the business in our spare room when I was eight. I used to send faxes for my dad's, you know, when I was um, in my late teens, I used to temp for them. If they went away for the weekend, I would look after the calls, etc. A lot of the, a lot of their clients knew me as well because I'd answer the phones for them. So yeah, yeah. I was very involved in that. Um, so yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to work for other people. And I have to say, having worked in a very male dominated environment, I was often told, you're too young, you're too inexperienced, you're too scary, you're too intimidating, you're too outspoken. Can you tone it down, please, Lorraine? And after a few years... That all sounds really contradictory as well, doesn't it? You're too young and experienced, you're too, <laughs> too aggressive. But... I know. And pretty much every person I've ever worked for has sat me down and went, you're really scary. <laughs> You do come across as very scary. I know, I'm <laughs> terrifying, aren't I? <laughs> so I just thought, you know what, I've had enough of this. And then I think the thing that really cemented it for me was I, I worked for really lovely people, but I went back after my second maternity leave with, um, you know, I have two boys who are now 11 and, and 8. And I said to my bosses the whole way through my maternity leave, you better have something for me to do. You better have something for me to do. I know I, you know, that's maybe where the scary element comes from. <laughs> <laughs> and then I came back and they didn't there was just nothing for me to do that's and outrageous I, I think it happens to a lot of women in fact the Americans have a term for it they call it mommy tract which I oh, really? yeah. 
And so I got stuck in the attic at work and I had nothing to do. And I kept going, knock, 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 give me something to do every week. And they'd be like, yeah, we want to, Lorraine, but we just don't have anything. And so in the end, I thought, I've got to make my own thing work. So I did. Yeah. Wow. So then, then you decided to go into that and do the app, which I find mind-blowing in itself. I like trying new stuff and getting involved, but the app thing just feels for me like too I was fun. very sleep-deprived. You know, I, yeah. I, I didn't sleep for about six years combined with my kids, and I just got to the stage that I think I was slightly crazed, and I think that sent me off down that route. <laughs> and the sleep, that's really with the app side of stuff, like just working long hours. Do you, how, do you, have you got more balance now? Oh, no, that's from my kids. My kids. <laughs> Literally, okay. <laughs> Not just from being like a, a crazy. No, no, no. My darling no. children, I love them to bits, but they didn't bloody sleep for the first six years of their lives, basically. Oh, uh, the joys. I'm having that now with a puppy after the kids. Oh, no. I've done the lockdown puppy thing. <laughs> and then the blogging side of stuff that you then went into, how, how did you find that? Was, did you enjoy doing that side of it? Yeah, yeah, I've I've loved content creation since I was a teenager. Um, we we um, got the internet at home when I was fifteen in ninety four, ninety five. I badgered my parents into getting an internet connection, even though no one else had one. So <laughs> I then taught myself how to code. I've always been a bit geeky in that respect, and started building websites when I was fifteen. Um, I had my first blog from I think it was about two thousand onwards. So I've been creating content online for many many years and love it. You know, it's I'm a prolific content creator. So for me, that was like a natural outlet to get all the information out of me, basically. Yeah, phenomenal. So the app creation, coding, <laughs> then you go into skin, a skincare brand because none of that's enough. And, and was that because you were getting bored of doing the coding, the website, the content creation, and then you just, it wasn't that you wanted to carry on doing all that and now just do the skincare? It was all going to be combined be honest that was why I started putting all this content out there because I wanted to start promoting my skincare brand before I'd launched it and some of my articles did so well that people were writing to me going when are you launching I want to buy your products you know, I love what you write so much that I know you're going to create something great um, so it was all one big package because obviously if you want to sell online if you want to sell anything online you have to be able to create content put yourself out there <clears throat> be visible have an opinion and well a bit like what we're doing at the moment really and at what stage did you get involved with the school then as a student with regards to, was that at the point of doing the app? Yeah, around about that time, I thought, right, the next stage is I now want to learn how to formulate professionally. How do I do that? Um, Formula Botanica at that time wasn't even called Formula Botanica. Okay. It was called the School of Holistic Cosmetology. And I think we can all breathe a sigh of relief. It's no longer called that. <laughs> <laughs> And so I enrolled and I mean, the school was unfinished. You know, it was just a, a few dozen students at that time. I was one of the first people who ever signed up and okay. it, it was a bit of a mess. I went into it with my eyes wide open, knowing what I was buying, but I also knew that it had great potential. And that's where it really all, all started from, I guess. And so from a few dozen students to how many students now? Uh, Twelve and a half thousand. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And global is yes. that yeah yeah all over the world um and we haven't quite cracked every country yet i still have my sights on north korea and antarctica but we'll get there eventually crikey <laughs> are they the only two just missing no, no, at the there's, moment? <laughs> there's a lot of really small islands actually yeah. <laughs> so every time i put up the list going to my team we haven't sold any courses in these countries yet i always have some staff members who go 
I'm very happy to go visit Lorraine and see if I can drum up some sales. That's insane. And what's the kind of platform for that then now? Because without, so are you, do, are you going to do an app for that as well? or? We will actually have a Formula Botanica app eventually uh, for students who can then log into their courses through an app on their phone. Um, but I mean, everything we have is mobile compatible, so that's doable at the moment anyway. Uh, but yeah, we have we have a big platform, big e-learning platform, which we own ourselves. And that's a bit different to what a lot of other online course providers do, because most of them use a third party platform. But for me, it was always really important with my background. I knew that I wanted something that I had full control over. And for instance, we're in the middle of a massive, massive upgrade, which I'm hoping will go live in June, um, where we can build the platform exactly as we want it, exactly as our students need it as well. And that's really empowering. It's phenomenal. I know that um, when you told me about the platform before, and I have mentioned it internally here, and obviously we've got our on-site development that are busy, um, we will follow up on it because we've got a lot of interest already. So it's something that we want to just roll out and see how many people are really interested in doing that, that formulation thing. So that'll be great. And where, so where's a skincare brand at the moment? Is that just park gathering dust? And... It got parked. I can't run Formula Botanica and run the skincare brand. Everyone asks me that. I, I think they think I sort of have loads of time. <laughs> I mean, you'll know better than anyone how hard it is to launch a skincare brand. <laughs> we said before, I think everyone's mental um, to go into launching a brand. And um, I think they're insane. Yeah. That's probably <laughs> what makes so many amazing at what they do because they are. You could say uh, the same for every, any entrepreneur. I mean, you have to be mental to come and do something like this, but you also have to, you know, be willing to, to be on that roller coaster. Every single day is going to be different. And that's the fun part of it, really. Yeah, well, I'm glad there are so many people that are mad. Obviously, <laughs> that helps me. Um, is it, Do you think you, you'll ever get to that stage where you, you launch the brand? Or do you think Formula Botanical just... Not, not anymore, no. I'm... I'm good with where I am. I really enjoy, I have to say, I really enjoy the tech components. I mean, you'll have picked that up already from, from yeah. what we've just been talking about. I thrive on the digital marketing side of things. I mean, we've built this massive machine behind the scenes, you know, on a, in a big sales month, we'll send over a million emails and they're fully automated. You know, we've got this massive system behind the scenes with when someone does this, send them here. When someone does this, send them here. We, we're constantly firing off what we call zaps. You know, things are zapping all over the place. And it's it's exhilarating. I love that. I look at that and I go, yeah, this is the fun part. So whilst I love the formulation, I love the ingredients. I love the science. Yeah. I also really, really love the tech and really geek out on that. Yeah, definitely. It's great when you speak to people who are passionate about what they're doing. Do you, are you still um, doing the, all the content creation as well for these? I, I was going to say a million emails. Clearly, it's not a million different emails, but um, you're sending out a million. But are you are you solely responsible for doing those at the moment? Or have you got no, no. I mean, I have 40 people in my team. So, I mean, I have an education team who um, they do R&D all the time. They have We have a little internal formulation club where they're all formulating each month using similar ingredients or similar mm -hmm. themes. Um, we have uh, a content and marketing team. I do write a lot of the content for us, yeah. not, not necessarily for the blog, but for the emails. A lot of the, the marketing content comes from me. But for instance, we're also a publishing platform. So we get half a million page views on our website every month now because we have such a big blog and podcast and we put videos out as well. And so what happens is people 
find us through the blog and then subscribe to our mailing lists, sort of enter our our universe, get really into it and then come and enroll for a course. So yeah, we're constantly just churning out content every single day, basically. Wow. With, you clearly pick up things super quick and everything you're getting involved with. You know, part of the course, the, the formulating side and creating these amazing formulations, do you, because I know from experience, when you start learning how to do different things, other people start picking your brains going, how do you do that? How do you do that? Where, are you, how involved are you with the guys that are on your courses? Is it just formulating? This is a really poorly articulated question. I don't know where I'm going in my head. Um, does it just stop and start at formulations or do you help them actually on the whole business journey to get it from start to finish yeah yeah we teach um we have our diploma in beauty brand business management which we launched in 2019 uh, i call it our indie beauty mba so it takes you by the hand and helps nice. you turn your formulation into your business basically and we walk you through you know getting your mindset sorted sorting out your branding manufacturing we we look at all aspects of manufacturing for instance in-house outsourcing even white label um, we look at financing, costing, pricing, raising investment, retail distribution, marketing, sales, PR, the whole lot. And when people come out of it, they effectively have written their business plan. So we've set the course up in such a way that you write your business plan while you take the course. And then you're ready to go. So, yeah, we do the whole lot. That's insane, days. isn't it? I love the fact that it was the R&D Beauty MBA. It proper sums it up. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, it's fun. It's really fun. And people come out of it and go, wow okay now I'm ready because a lot of people think I've got my formulation ready now I can just be an entrepreneur and they just haven't thought about the legals the manufacturing again you will know this much better than me because you've got brands coming to you all the time yeah and they just don't know how to raise investment they don't know how to price their products they don't know how to work with a retailer they have no idea because they've had their head down making these formulations for years so we then take them by the hand and go okay, there's another bit to the puzzle. Well, let's help you, let's help you get there. Uh, the value is unbelievable what you're providing. I will, when I joined your clubhouse that you were hosting um, last week, what I found amazing, and I get, and I hear this a lot actually, I can't remember which one of, um, it wasn't the panel, it was one of your students previously, and she was talking about how, um, a lot of people were talking about what they're doing next and how they're launching their brand. And she said, um, what's been great for her is she's finally realized that she doesn't want to launch her own skincare brand. She's not interested in doing that at all. What she really loves and what she's passionate about is just continuing to do that formula. And there must be so many people that initially think, oh, I might launch my own skincare range. Yeah because they love formulating and actually they've got no desire, especially when you start taking them down a journey like i'm not interested yeah. in doing that at all and that's fine i said that to her as well actually you know if you go through a course and you realize that you just want to formulate that's awesome that's super powerful isn't it yeah i think you should embrace what you want to do but also what you don't want to do you know be okay with that and we very much sort of say to the world, anyone can formulate. I know that doesn't quite fit in line with what the traditional cosmetic chemistry community wants us to say. But, you know, I like pushing their buttons a little bit and going out there and sort of saying, <laughs> anyone can do this. We've been doing it for millennia. 
and nothing's stopping us now. And actually, I've been researching the history of the beauty industry over the last uh, few months, and it's been fascinating going back to the roots of the big, big giants and discovering that they also were started by indie brand formulators, basically. Yeah, I suppose it's like anything, isn't it? Like anyone can bake if they want to bake, but if you're passionate about it, you're gonna you're bound to become a better baker, exactly. and then you're gonna get a few out there that it comes supernaturally to, and they can just put x y and z together and create something amazing yeah. I, I find it great when i speak that's why i've always said go back to that other bit yes to everything that tends to come my way and it's like yeah. try it and if it's not for you it doesn't matter but you know you're not going to do that again it's interesting because i've also had people go through our courses and go you know what i'm going to launch a beauty brand but i've discovered i don't like formulating and then other people go i, I don't want to say what the, so like the branding and the marketing side of it as well yeah and then sometimes they, they pair up with each other in our community because the one message I've really strongly put out there over the years is you're not all in competition with each other. Yeah. You might be, but you're not. In fact, we're all in it together. And it's a really uplifting, heartwarming community because of that. And they all look after each other. And what I often see is when someone launches their beauty brand, the other people who already have a beauty brand will go and promote them. They'll put them on their Instagram feed. They'll oh, put that's them incredible. On. Lovely. Because they're going, you know what? You're in a different country. You sell different products. You have a different target audience. I wish you every success in the world. And I love that. Yeah, that must have happened more so now in the pandemic and things coming out of that. Because I've seen that happening quite a lot. And I can see people working together. Even from a manufacturing sense, there used to be everyone was kind of like, very guarded they didn't want to share anything but because supply chain's been fractured and stressed and there's been a bit of friction a lot of people have then come together to work together so i think yeah. it's, it's, it's lovely and that's the way it should be because ultimately we're all in it together aren't we yeah i think so when you're doing a lot of the content anyway so you you really get how to speak to your community because you a you've been on the other side of it and, and you're still involved in it now where would your community hang out like how do they speak is there a certain platform or yeah we use facebook mainly we have big um, big groups on facebook i mean our, our online classroom there has almost ten thousand people in it and people it's more of a sort of peer-to-peer -peer classroom we yeah. our tutors you know you speak to them through the actual e-learning platform um but yeah people post up photos in there every day this is what i've been making these are the latest ingredients i've been researching i found this great thing online i'm stuck on this i'm having a really bad day what would you say you know and everyone just dives on it it's one of the best groups i've ever seen and i know i'm horribly biased for saying that but it is i mean they 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 people fly to each other they hang out with each other they form study groups you know they they form firm friendships there and that's because we've brought them together yeah, it's so valuable. Yeah, it's really powerful. We also use Instagram. I mean, Instagram is our biggest platform now. But as as you just said, you know, we're also getting started on Clubhouse. So we use every platform we can really to try and bring people together. And so how how's Clubhouse going for you guys? Yeah, good, good. Yours is the first one I dabbled with actually. I had I've been on it for a while and I keep thinking, oh, I need to really get involved with it. But it was great listening in, trying to understand how it all works. Yeah, well, we set up a club. I mean, obviously, it's iPhone only at the moment, but I know it will open up for Android later this year. And the way I keep positioning it is we'll be ready for you when you, when you can join the app. Um, we've already got almost a thousand people in the club. You know, it, it'll grow quite quickly, I think. I'm sure we'll get to, you know, 10,000 by the end of next year. And then it'll be a real thing where people can sort of we'll have a, a, a show schedule each week when my team is in there hosting different rooms. 
I find that whole thing blows me away. Just when you think, what on earth can I do next? I know. <laughs> I've never seen something blow up like Clubhouse and there's suddenly everyone talking about it. But um, yeah. I always liked the sound of it when people were talking, but to actually hear and see it firsthand, I was like, now I get it. Because there was always that unknown, that unknown piece. Um, when so when you took over it there was roughly a few dozen and now it's twelve and a half thousand how quickly have you got to the twelve and a half thousand um i mean it took a few years to get going obviously um i i really threw myself into studying digital marketing um, i did a lot <laughs> of it with with my babies in tow i mean i i found how did you study life. digital marketing was that a course or was that just research research reading looking? well to start with it was research research reading and yeah. listening to blogs um reading uh, listening to podcasts just reading a lot of ebooks finding there is so much free stuff out there on the internet but also watching what other people did and then uh, one day i stumbled across a digital marketer online called jeff walker and i'm a huge fan i mean i am an absolutely massive fan of jeff walker and he he's created the product launch formula so i follow his formula i have I to heard say of I, jeff walker you've not heard of him no no i'll he's, check him out though well i i've been such a big fan that i actually uh, I've spent a few years chipping away at this, but I'm now actually in his inner circle mastermind as well. So I actually know him personally now as well, because he is the only person I follow online, really. Wow. But yeah, he's um he's the person who's been instrumental behind a lot of the big digital marketers and how they work. And I've used his principles. And then we've we've taken his principles and made them our own as well. You know, we've built our own systems off the back of that, sort of taking inspiration from what he's, he's put out there in the world. And I have a great... Um, I have a business, a business partner who's um, a digital marketer as well now. So we, we both geek out on it together. It's good fun. Yeah. You just geek out on so much stuff. I think I you're completely underplaying it. Um, have you got a goal in mind or where do you see it going or, or how big you want to be? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have financial goals in mind. Uh, we've really only scratched the surface. So Formula Botanica has achieved massive growth, mm. uh, particularly last year. I don't quite know what to expect this year because, of course, last year might have been a bit of a COVID bump. But I think we will still and we are already seeing big growth this year compared to last year. So the plan is that we want to get to uh, 10 million in revenue by the end of 2022. And where are you now? Uh, we finished last year on just over four. Wow. OK. Very ambitious. I know. Great. But we've done all of that with just organic marketing. So by organic marketing, I, you know, everything I've been talking about, the blogging, the podcasting, the videos, the community building, the social media, that has been the way I operate. And now we're going to move out into paid marketing, affiliate marketing, ads, all of that, because we're really only scratching the surface. Have you been studying that? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course you have. But I also have, a, as I said, a great business partner who really specializes in that. So we've got big, big plans. We know exactly how we're going to do it. We know exactly how many people we need and exactly where. You know, everything is quite formulaic in how I operate. So what does that do to the student numbers then from 12,500? Well, that will take us to many tens of thousands of students. And I would like to get to the stage that we're enrolling 10,000 students a year because anyone can formulate and you don't have to start a brand with it. You know, as we've already said, you can just make your own shampoos and lotions and have fun with it as well. And actually, I think there's an element of sustainability in there too, because we've been, we've been conditioned into thinking that you have to buy dozens and dozens of beauty products, but wouldn't it be nice if you could just mix up your own as and when you need them? I know so many more people that are doing that now. 
And because, just because of the industry, they want to pick my brains. And luckily, similar to you, I surround myself with amazingly talented people. I haven't got a clue about that. So I just like meeting people and making friends. That's about it, where my talents end. With regards to the, the goals that you've got, um, do you write goals down? And Oh, yeah. I mean, I am a, I'm a planner. I like it. We have big spreadsheets. Everything's mapped out. We know exactly what hap- needs to happen in which month and how many people we need there and exactly how much we have to put into ads. Yeah, it's all completely mapped out. That's how I roll. <laughs> and with your team of 40, do you share the goals with everyone in your team to get them? Um, yeah, I mean, we have high-level company goals each year, and then those filter down into people's individual targets and team targets. Yeah, it's all very, as I said, formulaic in, in how we operate. And we've we've really had to beef up the operations, actually, in the last six months. Um, things went a little bit wrong for the last couple of years. So we've we've really had to sort of build in the structures to, to get our ops under control. And, you know, I've got a great new leadership team in place, and they're really driving that forward now. How big is your leadership team? There's three of us. Okay. Yeah. Have they come through? Have they been students before? Are they external? No, no. Um, One of them is, as I said, my business partner, who's a digital marketer. Um, My other uh, person in in our leadership team, she's a a former military air traffic controller. So I like to think that if she can land planes, she can oversee the admin (laughs) and HR as well. (laughs) You, You just got like these rock and roll stars of different kind of industries around you it sounds it's fun and the thing is we're on a roller coaster right every day is different monday will be different to friday and you'll get to the end of the week and think bloody hell what just happened and that's every week at formula botanica at the moment so i need people who can handle that and who are really excited by it and when i just radically change something overnight i don't need people crumbling in the corner i need them to go Okay, let's do this, Lorraine. <laughs> no, I'm the same. I've had to have people around me doing that. I, I come up with these ideas. And I'm like, what is he doing now? And I don't want people around me to go, don't, don't, don't. I, I need some, I, sometimes I need bringing it back down to earth and I need a yeah. bit of realism. But equally, I need people to be fanning the flames and, uh, and helping drive it. I find it great. I love the whole roller coaster analogy. Now you've said it, while you were saying it, I was thinking, like it's completely up and down but actually you love the journey anyway whether it's up or down or not but you do have those days where it's kind of like what's going to happen and some things might not be going right and you're getting anxiety not like overwhelming but anticipation it's like oh what's happening and then suddenly you get over that edge and you're loving it again and you're screaming you want to go faster i know it's oh, it's amazing yeah, and, and I need people who can handle that. And not everyone's been able to over the years, because as you can imagine, a lot of the people that work with me now often aren't the same ones who started with me seven years ago or six years ago. And I've had people say to me over the years, you know, oh, well, the Formula Botanica I joined is so different to the Formula Botanica I work in today. And I'm like, yeah, and isn't that great? <laughs> same. That happens with growth, because with growth comes change, doesn't it? And not everyone wants the change, and then that's fine. It's not for them. And then, exactly. yeah, then you can move on with it and go from there. I, I, was, I can't remember who it was I was listening to. Oh, um, I think it was, you know, Anthony Middleton, the um, SAS guy. You might not. He does... Um, the TV show, um, I think, hit Who Dares Wins, and he's got some amazing leadership books um, I was listening to. And one of it, he went back to see some of his friends like after 10 or 20 years, and he was catching up. And um, some of them were going, you've changed, Dan, you've changed. And he's like, 
good i'd be really disappointed if i was going back and i haven't changed i think that's the same for business like you should be changing and evolving over time what's been the um i love talking to you <laughs> what's been like the biggest challenges you've had as a business well as with most businesses i think people just finding really really good people i mean i have some absolute rock stars in my team now um but i have made so many mistakes over the years because when you first start out and of course keep in mind the circumstances with which i bought formula botanica you know i was on maternity leave i was um working going back into my part-time job at that point i hadn't slept in years everyone was a bit like what are you doing this is bonkers um, so they very much kept telling me, this is your hobby. This is your hobby. You know, go back into your full into your part time job, you know, earn your steady salary. Just do this as a nice hobby. So in the beginning, I viewed it that way as well. I viewed it as my hobby. Of course, it's not a hobby. It's a serious business. We make millions. You know, I, I am responsible for the livelihoods of dozens of people now. Yeah. Um, but in the beginning, I very much viewed it that way as well. And so I made some terrible hiring decisions. I made some great ones as well. And, you know, I've had wonderful people work for me over the years but obviously made some real clangers yeah. too and i think everyone goes through everyone that. does absolutely it's if you can identify why you made those clangers i guess and not repeat them but yeah i've repeated them <laughs> yeah and i will probably continue to repeat them you know even a while ago i, I made a, a really really big error and you know you you then spend years picking up the pieces as a result of that in some cases and that in this particular case i certainly will do um, but you learn from it, you move on, and you just have to clock it up to experience, really. Yeah, no, absolutely. Sometimes you look back and you just say, how did I come, How did I make that decision? Other times, you're like, I'd probably make it again, and it's just yes. something that comes out. It's really tough, isn't it? Yeah. Have you got, so, I don't know if you're allowed to share it, but have you got any big success stories so far out the school? Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah, I mean, first of all, we have a graduate gallery on our website. So if anyone okay. has to go and have a look, go and have a look, because we've even this is great i've got a member of the team sam she's a superstar you know she is responsible for finding graduates and getting them on the website and every week she goes i'm up to 150 and we know that there's hundreds and hundreds of them out there but we have to really go and track them down um but one of the big success stories who you know obviously as well is, is bybee yeah um, amazing. they've gone through our courses i mean they they are amazing and um i love their products i use them all the time myself um but so many different stories you know like the other day i heard of um i think i was telling you this when i spoke to you the other week um, I heard of a, a brand who had never heard of before, but this lady, Sandra, she'd gone through our courses. She's in New York. She's of Mexican descent. And she started a brand called Nopalera, which is based on the Nopal. I was talking about this one after we touched on it, actually. I absolutely couldn't pronounce it as well as you do. So you could do it again, and I won't interrupt this time. I know. Brilliant. And she came out of nowhere. So and what was it called? Nopalera. There you go. <laughs> She started this brand and um, she she's a single mom in New York. She paid to start the brand paycheck by paycheck, uh, month by month, and then created these products based on the Nopal cactus, a prickly pear seed oil. And even the, the products she's made are shaped like a cactus branch. And the logo is this woman with, with um, cactus sort of shaped hair on her head. It's so, so clever. And she then, um, she launched and within month, by month two, she had to move into commercial premises. By month three, she was stocked in 50 retailers. Wow. But, you know, I've heard stories like this so many times over the years. I, one of our graduates is in Mongolia. She's the first organic skincare entrepreneur in Mongolia. There are now many because she's obviously inspired so many. You know, she employs 30, 40 staff. She's got three flagship stores. She's stocked now in, I think, about eight different countries around the world. 
but she came to us and had no knowledge of formulation, mm. had no knowledge of running a beauty brand and picked it up from us and then just ran with it. And I see this so often and it's, it's really inspiring to be part of that and humbling. Yeah, I bet. And it's different. Success looks different to everyone anyway, doesn't it? It doesn't have to be, we've got it listed in all these retailers or we're, we're about to exit for like, I suspect Elsie and Dominica that are ripping up with Bybee will do like a yeah. dream team. But um, for some, it would just be, I don't have to work for anyone else. I can look after my family and it's going like this. And I love that you just help communities, sustainability. There's so many different. Yes. Interestingly, in our beauty brand diploma, that is actually one of the three golden threads that runs through it. Because at the start, we say to them, define what success means to you. Yeah. Because you don't have to go global. You can just sell to your family and friends. You can stay on your local market. You can have this as a side hustle alongside your day job if that's what you want. If that is what success looks like for you, we're going to support you every step of the way in achieving that. It is, it is key, isn't it? Mm. So many people get just trapped into what success. I suppose that that can stem from what success. You know, as a kid with the parents, it's like it, to be, you need to be successful doing this. And I do I like it's yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But you have to figure out what that means to you. And for me, that was not working for other people anymore. You know, I never envisaged global domination with Formula Botanica. It has sort of morphed along the way. But... Sounding like some superhero villain now with global domination <laughs> in mind. Exactly. Oh, it's amazing what you're achieving, Lorraine. Thank you. And um, I'll be checking it out on Clubhouse. Where, um, if people are really interested in signing up, with you guys, which I think there'll be loads of people. I, I can't wait to have a look at more into this on the beauty MBA. Um, where, how, where do they find you? I, clearly on Clubhouse and things like that, but what's... Uh, formulabotanica.com is the best place to find us. We have a free online formulation course on there, which is just a fun sort of four-part course that will take you through over a number of days. Um, we, um, we're also very active on Instagram, as I said, at Formula Botanica. In fact, you can find us everywhere at Formula Botanica, including Clubhouse, YouTube, Facebook. We have a big free networking group on Facebook as well called the Skincare Entrepreneur Mastermind, which now has 43,000 members in it. So, yeah, we're everywhere. Well on the way to global domination. <laughs> exactly. Amazing. Well, you're clearly going to be super busy. So I just want to thank you for your time. That's been amazing. Thank you. And, and good luck with it, actually. I love the goals. So, um, and I can't wait to work with you further. So, yeah, we're going to do some fun things on Clubhouse, I think. Thanks <laughs> for having me. Cool. Uh, I'll get to grips with it and get it sorted out. But thanks for your time, Rain. I really appreciate it. Awesome. It's been thanks. brilliant chatting to you. Thanks. Cheers. Take care. Cheers.